Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back, you guys, to Lighthouse Experiment. This is Jim Park and Nasha Chandler once again. Oh, man, we're going. Welcome. So, how's your week? It was it was good. Um, I've been able to, like, connect with some extended family this week, and um, we have a Zoom call tomorrow night oh, and stuff. Dope. So it's just kind of good when, I don't know, I'm just grateful this week for just good people in my life and just everything that we have. So well, yeah. it's good. It's a good week. What about you? Good. You know, like, like we've talked about that we will release to the public at some point soon, but just a shift in kind of the kind of the mission the mission plan for TLE mm-hmm. I think we're ready for this next step and it's exciting and we have support yeah from the mothership if you will <laughs> aka Freedom Center Church <laughs> so beam me up it's, Scotty <laughs> it's cool yeah it's all good stuff man and then some interesting questions off last last week's episode from people Ooh, I like this honestly and then and then, of course, we did our impromptu parkation up to, uh, uh, what's that place? Mackinac City. Oh, man, the Happening City slash, place of 2020. Slash Mackinac <laughs> Island. Yeah, dude, it's the only place to go. It's the only place that Lots apparently of places doesn't have... still closed, though. Can I be snarky? It's the only place that doesn't have COVID, apparently. <laughs> uh, that, well, you know... Oh, I'm sorry. So, I'll cut that out if so, that offends anybody. Uh, even, <laughs> no, you don't have to cut it out. But what's funny is, so it's like, you know, we were up there and, and some of our pastors were headed up and their families for the week or for a few days this week in any case. Right. And so so one of the pastors hit me up. So I said, we were, well, we're up here for the day. We're going home tomorrow. And he said, is everyone wearing masks? And what I told him was, that it's like, I would say it was a strong 90 to 95% mask compliance, but proper mask wear was like a staggering, like five to 10%. (laughs) Well, there was a dude that had like the under the bottom strap part of his mask cut. Yeah. So he just had a face cape. (laughs) A face cape. (laughs) Oh, it was just—it was just literally it. like one of those surgery masks, like we wear, yes. but wasn't tight on his chin. It was just out Hang in front in. of his, like, like he was like Toro. <laughs> it was so funny, so funny. but whatever. I—I I think it's funny whatever. when these people are trying. Oh yeah, for sure. And the poor dudes that already have like the full beards, and they're wearing the mask over the beard, oh. and it's like hanging out the bottom. <laughs> it's like do do do. Yeah, oh man. it's like a good six inches oh, past the, the mask device. That's so good. That was pretty good, though. Now, had you all been up to Mackinac before? I had been up a couple of times. We went a few years ago when it was like my brothers and their families came to town. Okay, cool, cool. And my, my mom had orchestrated a trip up there. Cool. You know, it's always pretty cool. I like the island way, way, way more than Mackinac City. Yes. I would agree. Now, so, do you enjoy the ferry ride, or did you need a little bit of of 
I'm going to be okay power no. to get through the... No? On the way back, on the way back, I was a little hot and a little tired, and I was having a little bit of difficulty with the mask, okay. but... Once the boat got going, we were right in front, and there was a strong wind coming through, so that was that cool. Helped. The ferry ride is, like, my favorite. I love it. I love it a lot. That's yeah. cool. Hey, did, okay, so then with the questions, do you have any, like, interesting questions that we should cover on the podcast or no? Were they all, like, personal questions? From All personal all stuff. Personal, okay. Yeah. I was interested. But it's just cool to get feedback. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's cool to have people say they've never heard that story told in such a way yeah you know like they've heard it in sunday school and in church on easter a thousand times before but never and it's all medical people you know in in one case a doc and he was like man i had never like he said you started getting into vernacular that i understood and and was freaking me out (laughs) yeah well and i'll tell you what i had just never considered right well, and I looked up some, I think I texted you guys one, um, just some diagrams of where he would have been nailed through his oh, yeah. hands and feet. And that was just right incredible to me. And I never really considered how, I mean, just a lot. So that, that was really cool. That was, that was crazy. Right. But What's interesting too is, as I'm, I don't know what the medical knowledge I'm sure was not anything substantial for the Roman soldier, but it's just interesting that they would go through his wrists because the hands would have never held up to that. Right. Because there's just nothing there in your hands. It would have just ripped right through eventually. Right. But, but yeah, there's so much suffering. So much suffering happened, <sighs> you know, in those hours and stuff like that. And then... So. And the fact that he willingly did it. like, And I know... Yeah. I mean, I think that this is where sometimes I'm like, oh, but he was fully God. Like, he was, you know, people say he was God in a bod, you know, like he, he was supernatural and all this and yes, but he wasn't Superman. He didn't have literally a body of steel where he didn't feel the pain and didn't feel the agony of it, you know? So there's, there's that. But in the whole key sequence there is that God has to like, heavenly father has to turn his back on him. Yeah. It's when everything goes dark. Yeah. You know, and the the shroud or whatever the big curtain thing in the temple rips and everything right. starts to like the whole world goes dark. That was the whole point, right? right? He got to the point where his father had to turn away from him. So it's heavy duty, but from time to time we got to fire fire out some heavy duty stuff. I think people can handle it. Oh, I, mean, I think so. The majority of people that listen handle heavy duty stuff on the regular that's very true that's very true in their day-to-day so you know and i think i think us people are capable of a lot more than we give ourselves credit for you know i yeah, think I do a too. lot of it's just in our perspective and you know and and i think um you know you, you just don't know what you're capable of until you're kind of put to the test and a lot of it you just deciding like right. hey this is something i'm going to persevere through this is something i'm going to push through you know and um right it's, it's it is pretty cool it's not i mean even the bible says that no um what is it no discipline seems pleasing at the time but if you it, it <laughs> you know right well. but if if you give right. to the timing of it if you give to the process of it it's going to produce um, this outcome, you know, and, 
You know, it's always whether or not we're willing to put it back into God's hands to say, look, this is what it is, whether it's my actions or the world or God allowing things or, you know, whatever it is, you know, God, God promises that he can, he's not limited. He can take anything and turn it into a blessing for us, something good used for us, um, and for his glory. So it's like. Okay, <laughs> today I'm gonna wake up one more right. day and and let you have it, you know. So we as believers choose to live in that where we're just trusting, you know, just being faithful and trusting God. Otherwise, you know, it'd be hard, man. This would be hard to go through. G-tops. Right, and it's not like a blind, like I don't care what happens, like anything can happen. I can just fly by the seat of my pants and not have anything planned. Oh, yeah, like no. to really just trust God that He has our best in mind, even when we don't see the whole. You know, we're we're not going to have the complete vantage point of all this until we're on the other side of it. You know, whether it's six months down the road or when we're dead right. and gone. You know. <laughs> Completely understandable, though, for people who who aren't quite there yet to to be like, this is, you know, like I have been in the headspace of the person who says, so if God is so great, you know, and that's even coming up in church, like growing up, you know, as we say, kind of as a kid, you're under your parents' faith, like the covering of their faith is your faith and they can kind of pull you to Sunday school and church with you. But then. As an adult, I certainly had years where I was like, man, like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, and would have the questions if, if God is real, then why is this happening? Or why did that happen? Right. Or even why didn't I get this? Why don't I have that promotion I wanted? Why, right. you know. Well, and can I be honest, as a Christian, trusting God, going through hard things, be like, but God, I prayed. But God, I did what I thought I was supposed to do. But I, you know, like even in that, it's like I I know that I do have a position in Christ. Like the Bible talks about that we are because we receive Christ in faith. God sees what Christ has done for us. And we have a position in prayer. We we believe and can take him at his promises. We, We get to. Um, what's called intercede, like pray and just declare things that would happen. Like Jesus taught his disciples to pray, like, as it is in heaven, let it be here on earth. So he totally flipped that upside down. It's like, when you pray, you're asking for heavenly things that like it would be in heaven to be here on earth. So we're talking about healing and breakthrough and all these things. And he shifted that, like Jesus totally flipped everything upside down and completed God's promise in every single capacity. So it's like right. when when you know that's accessible to you, when you know that that's promised to you, and then you walk through stuff and you're like, but I prayed for that healing, but I, I worked my butt off to do, right. you know, A, B, or C. I mean, those are the moments, though, that I, I have experienced where if I open that door and I'm truly honest with God and I really, like, hash it out with him, I think that that's mm-hmm. where we really start to get even deeper. And there's like deeper layers where it's like, I feel like another door got open. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you knew this was here, huh? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't even, re- you know, it just, it's, it's crazy, you know. Um, and then right. just to see how he's able to use what we've been through in other people's lives and other people's lives to speak into our lives, you know, and that we are designed to be in community with one another and really 
um, like hold each other up, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it too. You know, staying in community, like, like really like, and, and that's the hope kind of for, for a lighthouse experiment is that this community starts to grow and then not just grow wider and broader, but also deeper yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, so we're together on things and believing in things together, and praying for each other and that, that sort of thing, you know, more like a discipleship kind of deal. Yeah. And, and it's just, you know, it's cause those are the things that's how, how it was intended that we live, you know, but it's, it's, I think as I get older, not that I'm like the most aged sage in the world, but the older I get, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's those, it's those relationships. It's my kids, you know, it's, it's Nick, it's, you know, family stuff, right. you know, it's, it's just good. It's good. So to kind of like, kind of unpack uh last week a little bit so we talked about again um the suffering all like the immense medical pain and like the physical trauma that that jesus goes through but let's kind of unpack like what that means now like like the the magnitude i guess of that of that act you know, because we, we kind of talk about it and broad stroke it, you know, but whose sins, Right. I guess, what we should hit on, whose sins are forgiven? Yeah. Like, when we say, does it mean everyone who believes in him, everyone pretty much, I assume, everybody, Christian or no, knows John 3.16, mm. right? Because for, forever you'd see that somebody would have it on a... Uh, poster board at baseball games and it's just it's just one of those things it's everywhere it's on you know (laughs) spray painted on things or whatever it's just everywhere so it's for god so loved the world that he gave his only son uh to die so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life yeah basically i paraphrase a little bit but so, but who does that cover? You know, I want to, I want to touch on that because a lot of times, you know, we see the, you know, as EMS providers or police officers, or even sometimes firefighters, we're picking up the pieces to the most heinous acts against humanity that you can think of. Right. right. So is that guy forgiven? If he, if he asks for forgiveness, the guy that, that does that murder or rape or whatever the case yeah. may be you know and it's it's kind of hard to reconcile even i think as believers sometimes but yes that guy's forgiven too yeah you know and, and that's a, that's the the crazy craziness of the gospel is that because jesus lived a sinless life because he was the perfect because in the Old Testament, they kept sacrificing animals to try to, like, cover sin, yeah. right? Yeah. That that was the craziness of all the sacrifices was to, hey, you messed up. You're not perfect, so we're going to sacrifice something in place of your sins to kind of cover it up. Jesus didn't—it talks about that Jesus didn't just cover our sins. 
the Bible talks about that he washed them as white as snow. So, and that our sins are as far from the East as from the West. Like he eradicated, he took, he, he completely eradicated sin. He took, um, you know, the keys of what death and I mean, he just, he has authority over all of it and he paid for every single sin. And so, and then it also says, um, Romans, if you haven't read Romans, Romans is a huge, awesome, huge book. Paul goes back into like this whole dialogue of sin and, and what Christ did and who, right. and, and all this and everything. And, and that we're, we've all fallen short of perfection. And so sin is really, it's not just, Hey, I broke a rule. Sin is anything that's short of God's perfection. And because all of humanity right. is short of perfection we we all fall short. We all right. fall short. And so Christ paid for all of it. And so, but yeah, anybody that would confess, like, I'm I'm wrong. Jesus, you're my Lord. I believe in you. I believe what you've done. Um, Romans 10, 9 mm-hmm. says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And so just believing in Jesus, it's an act right. of faith. And we're not we're not bound by, okay, you need to like climb this mountain and say these words and then you'll be, you know, like <laughs> it's literally stand yeah, out. You, you just believe in your heart. You believe it and you got it. God knows. Hey, he knows. Right. And it's cool too. Cause like, like the narrative I like and kind of the illustration I heard once was if you think of it as like a court of law, right? Our judgment and, and Jesus is in there. And as we're being being judged, you know, and like, Jim, you did this and this and X and Y and Z. And Jesus is in there. It's like, yeah, nope, I paid for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's, you know, and like each one of us goes through and every single thing. And he's like, no, nope, I got that. Bought and paid for, you know, is taken care of. Um, have you ever heard, I can't remember where you find it. And it's probably going to be really easy, but the parable is of, of the husband and wife. And I think their names are funny. I think it's like Homer and Gomer (laughs) or something like that. But the wife was a prostitute and then is married. The the guy, the husband marries her out of, of the sex trade industry to make it blunt and easy, like more modern sounding. Well, then she leaves him and goes back, you know, and, and he's just, like praying and he doesn't know what to do. And he's just basically washed his hands of her. And God tells him like, no, no, you need to love her. Like I love you and you need to go get her. So as the story goes, he goes into this, you know, den of iniquity, this, you know, imagine this horrible cesspool, like strip club back alley place. And he says, that's my wife. And she's ashamed, obviously, and she's, no, I'm not, I'm too sinful, I'm too, I'm no good, you know, I've sinned too much, I've done too much wrong. And he tells her master, her owner, whoever, like the hazard in captivity, is like, what's the price, you know? And if, and when it's, when it's explained, it's talking about, in the parable, it's talking about Israel, you know, and obviously Israel means Israel, but also I think it means us. And how far down did Jesus come to get us? You know, how God came searching for us. And like in this parable, he 
gives everything he had and buys her back and she comes back with him and it's you know but the illustration is kind of when there we are you know naked and chained to a this pedestal or whatever and they ask god asks, what's the price and he says you know the blood of your son yeah and he's pretty much like so be it can you imagine like it's it's so hard just to wrap your yeah. head around that you know and and how that's good for anybody everyone and and i think sometimes for us as believers like i said earlier it gets a little sketchy to reconcile with that because we think you know we've we've sometimes fall into this trap of we think we are the moral superior we got to figure it out (laughs) yeah because you know we we do we do devos every day and we go to church on sunday and we listen to worship music all the time and we don't do this that and any other thing and all this other stuff so then when someone really bad comes along like you know, this is, I can't believe, but I'm going to say it. I'm having a Pastor Jim moment right here. I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> and there's there's no way good to say it. So I, so if some scary liberal or some super right-wing person says something, sometimes we have it in our hearts that they just can't be reconciled. Because yeah. they're too far. They've gone too far. But the reality is, like that horrible, gruesome death on the cross we talked about last week, covers all of us you just have to accept it just accept that love yeah. you know what i mean and i and i think being and it's oh gosh it's it's incredible too because god didn't just come to say okay it's all it's all done have an easy life after this it's like he came oh, he came yeah, for no. all of us like the inside and the out like we right. talked about last week that he bled outwardly for everything that we would do like outward acts of disobedience that were against God and then also he bled inwardly he was bruised and it's like just our inward sin sinful right. nature um just all that stuff and so you know it's like I I've been saved since I was young but it's been my entire life of God doing that heart surgery in my heart to, to heal me from the inside out, um, for me to look more like him, for me to be healed of the things that I've gone through, to, for me to be equipped for the things I'm going into and to choose to forgive and heal through the things I'm going through right now, you know? Um, you know, and right. so it's like somebody that says, oh, I, you know, I haven't done a whole lot, but there's been a lot of crap done to me, you know, type thing. It's like, yeah, God, God came to reconcile all of that, sweetheart, all of that all of you back to himself, that God is going after 100% of you because he loves every aspect of you. He has good plans for you. He has a hope and a future for you. And so, yes, the best is yet to come. That's one thing that, um, you know, Miss Dean has been saying for a while. The best is yet to come. Why? Because we we have God. Because we have God and he has good plans for us, you know. Um, so it's just, yeah. it's the whole aspect. Like, we have access to God's healing. We have as- access to, like, incredible plans and his power and, and prayer and his word and his promises and all these things. And so it's not just like, hey, I'm going to believe in Jesus and just, like, not screw up anymore. <laughs> it's like, right. no, it's going to be this whole incredible journey. No. Yeah, it's going to be all this other stuff. And it's yeah. so good. 
um, is so good. And so, you know, even to that degree, like folks that have been through stuff, I just encourage you that it's like, you don't have to be bound by that anymore. You don't have to have your past, like chaining you down anymore. You can be an, you can be an overcomer from those things, you know? Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool too, because it's, you know how sometimes we people or the perception of Jesus is this kind of Pollyanna, everything's great yeah. now. Now I'm saved and everything's perfect. Well, you know, to to everyone listening out there, it's like, no, <laughs> no, not really. In fact, in some cases it it you know, there's there's aspects and work in this and it, it hurts more sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a wonderful struggle, but it does everything just doesn't become like perfect and easy. Now things break your heart in a different way. You know, now for my EMS folks, you know, you go on calls and you see people and they they overdosed and it's the same dude for the fifth time and it's now you're just heartbroken because you're back and it's and you know there's better yeah. for this guy. And it's so you lose the the capability of just blowing it off, and just looking at humanity as just dirt bags. You know, I've told this story a few times on this on the podcast, but like once saved and then baptized and stuff is when I like three days later on a Wednesday I'm in Flint and finally see the humanity yeah, of Flint yeah. after like eight or yeah. nine years of of being there and not caring and just their problem was self-inflicted was my mindset. Like if I'm being honest, you know, and I know for sure that there's, there's people out there that have been doing this job for a while and that's weighs heavy on their heart because that's, you know, so then you, your heart switches and you, you come to faith and stuff like that. And in some aspects it just, it's most cases it's better, but there's still some things where it's like it just hurts worse because yeah. now you see people, you know, as God sees them. And it's it's also crazy, but so cool. It is. But such it's, a struggle. It's hard because when you know you what know, it could but, be and it doesn't play out that way and you. Right. Yeah. Right. Very self-sacrificing you know, too. And it's, it's very self-sacrificing because now yeah. I can't just write off. Well, I can do whatever I want. It's like, oh, I have to do what's right. really your best for me, which means I have to face stuff that I could just kind of walk away from before, you know, if I didn't feel like. But it's right. I don't think you can really truly walk away from problems. I think that they just kind of either catch no. up to you or you resolve them or you face them and some things you can't solve overnight, but you just got to keep doing what you can one day at a time, you know? And I think that that's, again, going back to trusting the Lord. Um, we're we're going right. to see things that we can't fix overnight, but we have to keep praying and, and doing what God's called us to do. You know, like the the first responders of Flint, the community of Flint, the the businesses and community of Fenton and Holly. I mean, we can't fix all of our problems right. in one day, you know, but we can do what we can each do every day, you know? Yep. It's so good. But like I said, at the same time as being good, 
it can be yeah. so hard, you know, and it's, it's confusing because, you know, admittedly, sometimes we shoot ourselves in the foot as Christians when we start getting mad right. for each other yeah. publicly or on the socials, you know, then it, it's confusing yeah. for people who don't, you know, are just kind of sticking that foot in the water and, and aren't really sure. So I guess it's for our, our believer, our fellow believers who are listening, it's important that we're mindful of that, you know. I know that everybody is struggling now. Everybody's having some type of mental health, some some sort of yeah. something, if that made sense. Yeah. But all these things going on are exhausting. Yeah. You're trying to figure out, like, who's going to do what, what school's going to look like. There's still schools that, like Lapeer schools, waited till the day after orientation to decide they, to pull the plug and go... Uh, Distance learning. Yeah, so teachers are playing catch-up, trying to figure out a plan. Parents had one (laughs) one plan, and now they're trying to, you know, reconstruct their plans. You know, it's just all this stuff we're going through. I don't know. It was a weird episode. I felt like we just had a pretty cool conversation. I hope you guys were able to track. It was good. I think sometimes (laughs) you just kind of got to decompress some thoughts and... You know, Jim, I know you always suggest right. journaling, you know, if you don't really know where to start sometimes, I think just oh, yeah. start decompressing or going for a walk or something. But, you know, we love you guys. We continue to be praying for you all. Um, please reach out if you need anything. We have community night. We'll, we'll say it ahead this time. Community night, second Tuesday <laughs> of the month um, up at the, right. at the headquarters. Yeah, HQ would love to meet some of y'all. I'm planning on coming out on another ride along here in the future, but until I'm allowed to do that with all the, all the, stuff with the COVID (laughs) stuff, you know. But would would seriously love to uh, have you guys come out and hang out for a little bit, eat some food, and hang out with us. So that'd be cool. And for me, final thoughts are just know if you guys that are listening, this is not like a a high pressure recruitment <laughs> situation. We're just sharing like our faith and how we arrive to it and what the crucifixion, what all that suffering we spoke about last week, like what we gained from that suffering and that sacrifice. So please always know that, that we're not trying to, we're not like a behavior modification course right. by any means. We just love you guys, and we know that uh, God is pursuing your hearts, and we're just trying to help facilitate that mission. For sure. Yeah, the nice the nice thing about a podcast is that if you're not ready for it, you can click next. <laughs> You know, like we're not in your, we're not in your face. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like we're not in your face. You don't have to listen to this episode if you don't want to. But again, just know that we're open enough that, I mean, a lot of, you know, you can hit Jim up if you've got questions and it's a safe person to ask questions to, and there's no judgment, there's no pressure there. So we just like, I totally second that we're just, I will always be somebody that's willing to talk about hard things. And be open as much as possible because it gives people space to let their guard down and know that they can actually talk about things that maybe they can't talk about elsewhere. So that's good. 
And you guys should know too, for those of you who know me, know this, that this is the platform on which I journal, so to speak. So this is me on here just getting my thoughts out. Because I do like to write them, but sometimes it also helps me just to say them. Absolutely. Same here. There's that. Anyway, keep looking us up on social media. We got some changes coming to the way uh, kind of our TLE program here. You know, there might be another option for gathering. Sweet. Coming soon. So keep your eyes open and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Hang in there.